This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1224, How to Avoid Average IELTS Speaking Scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. You will be shocked to hear how low the average IELTS speaking scores were last year, even for native English speakers. Today, you'll learn why these speaking scores were so low and what you can do to avoid these same mistakes. Good morning, Aubrey. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. I am very excited to be talking about this today, you guys. Uh, we are in the last episode of a series we've been doing. Um, if you haven't heard the last three episodes, you need to go back and listen. What are we talking about in this series? Yes, right. We've been talking about last year's average IELTS scores, both for language learners and native speakers. So we have already covered listening, reading and writing. If you miss them, you need to check them out to find out why are the scores so low and how can you avoid getting similarly low scores? It's it's bananas, you guys. We, Aubrey and I are as shocked as you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we really saved the best for last as far as like the most shocking scores um, because even natives are not doing well on speaking. So guys, today we're going to talk about these scores and why natives are not doing well and how you as a non-native, as a student, how you could still get a seven or higher on IELTS speaking. So Aubrey, let's dig into these scores. Yes. Okay. So first of all, this is for everyone who takes IELTS, right? The average speaking score last year was 6.14. Mm. And now this is going to really shock you guys, right? The average score for native English speakers was 7.1. That right. is mind Crazy. blowing. I would, I would have thought nines, at least high eights. Yeah. I, I am shocked. At least we had to think sevens. about this a little, I don't know. little bit to think like, <laughs> why? Why is this? <laughs> Seriously, guys. So we're going to break it down from an examiner point of view, um, because that's the only way to explain the scores, right? As a candidate, as an IELTS candidate, you must know what the examiner is looking for on writing, like we talked about yesterday. But Equally, you have to know what the examiner is listening for on IELTS speaking. There are four scoring categories, and we need to hear you be on the top of your game for each of those categories. And obviously, natives don't even do that. So let's get into this. Um, what scoring category should we talk about first? Yeah, so first of all, if you guys heard when we talked about writing, you heard this, but same for speaking. It's not about grammar, guys. Natives are totally. like barely hitting a seven when they're using nearly perfect grammar. It's the other three scores that are pulling down these scores. You've heard that a lot here from us. It's not like grammar shouldn't be your only focus. And this is the proof. Think about it, guys. Um, so we've told you that it, it, grammar is the hardest score to improve. 
Don't focus on it. Focus on the other three. Um, and this is true. <laughs> so it's almost like the opposite for natives. Grammar is like the easiest score for natives. And the other three are the most difficult. Now, every scoring category is the same weight, right? Like the examiner will assign a one to nine score for each category. Those are added up, divided by four. There's your speaking score. So they're all equally important is what I'm saying. So imagine this, guys. If, if uh, natives are getting nines on grammar, how low are these other scores? to average out at just above a seven, right? Like they're, that's they're crazy. lower than the average language learner, clearly, exactly. or they would be getting much higher scores. Exactly. It's just, it's crazy. Okay, so um, not about grammar, guys. <laughs> Don't spend time there. Let's talk about the first category, fluency and coherence. So here are the examiners listening for your ability to keep talking, to express your ideas smoothly, logically, cohesively in English um, to provide strong and supported ideas, just like in writing and in part two, to be able to speak for that whole two minutes without difficulty. So what is the deal? What are native speakers doing wrong here? Yeah, I think the biggest problem is with part two. Yeah, you guys have heard me. If you've listened to IELTS Energy for a while, you have heard a couple of times where it's difficult to fill a part two and I'll either start getting a little repetitive or whatever things. And we'll tell you like, OK, here's what could be improved about that part two answer. And that is for sure going to happen to the average native speaker who is not used to for two minutes speaking, not as a back and forth conversation, right. just describing something for two minutes and using interesting vocabulary not being repetitive i guarantee you a lot of them are stopping before two minutes or being really repetitive a hundred percent because the examiner does say speak for one to two minutes so it seems like okay well i could just speak for a minute then like that's all you're asking me to do that's a lie you guys you have to speak for the whole two minutes. You know, why do they say one highly. to two minutes? That's so rude. I could see that really throwing someone off who's not prepared. It's, it's terrible. Mean. It it's is so terrible. Mean. You know, I remember um, examining a native speaker on on the real IELTS exam, guys. And she was like, she started off mad. Like, she didn't want to be there. She's like, I, I am an American. Why do I have to take a stupid English test? Um, this is dumb. I shouldn't be here. Of course, I can speak English. So she started out like, uh, like chip, on the a chip on her shoulder. We'll say she had a chip on her shoulder. Totally. <laughs> and I remember part two. She like gave up so fast. Um, I think the question was, um, it was something about music. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about music. <laughs> like literally, she like sat back in her seat, crossed her legs, crossed her arms, and was like, I don't even like music. And like that's it she just like gave up and as the examiner i was like can you tell me something else about the topic because i yeah. have to say that and she just straight up just like stopped talking um wow. so i think oh. yeah uh part two is not natural it's not self-explanatory um in point of fact we lie to you as examiners and say one minute is okay and it's not so i think oh. yes Long story short, wow. I think part two is the reason why a lot of natives score low. 
Hello, everyone.、Uh, if you need English in the future for your career, and I think you will, start listening to the new Business English podcast from All Ears English. You can easily find it by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash try. That's allearsenglish.com slash T R Y. Get into the new Business English podcast. Yeah, I think it also happens on the other parts of the exam as well that they're giving answers with just a few words, thinking totally、hey, it's fine, right? I answered it. What do you eat for breakfast? A bagel. Exactly. No, that's not enough. <laughs> exactly. Because again, like we, if you don't prepare for the test, you don't know what we expect. So even in part one, you guys. It's not a daily natural conversation. It is an interview. It is a test.、Um, so yeah, totally. Native speakers would just treat it like normal, right?、Um, do you like shopping? No. Tell me about the last museum you went to. I don't. I don't remember. I'm like. <laughs> Right, it's not sufficient. These are very low <laughs> scores you're gonna get. I kind of wish that I were an examiner to give a native speaker a five on speaking exam. That would actually be kind I of fun. I did. I did.、Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like I felt bad about it because I was like, oh,、yeah. it's the system, though. So anyway, for part one, you guys, you have to give three to five complete sentences at least. For part two, you have to speak for the whole two minutes. For part three. You have to provide a specific example with details, right?、Um, so that's fluency and coherence. Also, don't forget about the linking word part of the score.、Mm. In part three, you have to use some impressive linking words, just like writing task two. And I don't think that's a natural thing. No, exactly. A lot of people, when they're speaking, we don't throw in linking words. It kind of feels strange when someone does. So this is something that you have to practice doing, and you have to be ready and prepared to do it, or you can't get seven or higher on that on fluency and coherence if you have no linking phrases. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Vocabulary. So we would assume, right? Natives should get a nine for vocab. They are natives.、Um, but I think it goes back to what we've already said. If you don't speak enough, the examiner won't hear enough vocabulary to give you a high score. And like that's it. Yeah. And they also might, might not realize how important variety is. So、right. if they're just maybe they're not used to using slang, they're、yeah. you know sort of above using slang, or they think they're too old, so they don't use <laughs> any informal slang language,、sure. and it's all very formal. That's not a very native variety on your vocab. Right, it would go either way, right?、Um, I think some people might be like, "Oh, this is an English test. I shall be formal the entire time,、right. and that's not variety." And then other people swing the other direction and be like. I'm just talking. I'm just speaking English. Boo, 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 super cool, dude. And then they won't, they won't show、right. formal vocabulary. Right.、So、and then again, a question is about you know healthcare, and they're、right. still using sl- slang. I, <laughs> I was like,、mm, this is not appropriate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So variety, showing a, a spectrum of formal and informal vocabulary, guys, and not repeating yourself and saying enough. New information in every sentence that you are showing the examiner. You have all of this language treasure trove in your mind to choose from, and then、um, idiomatic language, right? right? I know a lot of native、yeah. speakers who just never use idioms, like very rarely,、really? every now and then. But 
you know, Weird. if they don't read a lot or if they, I don't know. I, I definitely know people who don't, and it might not in the span of the few minutes of this test and sure. idiom might not naturally come out of them. So if they haven't prepared and practiced, you might not use any idiomatic language and you're not going to be able to get the a seven on vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and before we finish up today, guys, we're going to talk about pronunciation because again, Another surprising one, right? Why wouldn't natives get nine here? Uh, but before we get to that, guys, I want to remind you to check out our new Business English podcast. Check it out. Leave a review. Um, you could search for Allers English in any of your podcast apps. You can also leave a review, allersenglish.com slash love, and you could leave us a review for that show. That would be a great help for us starting a new podcast in 2022 because we are crazy. So, <laughs> all right, pronunciation, what's up here? Yeah, so I think that's all about intonation, especially when we're talking about native English speakers, right? Yeah. Their word stress is this is no but. I know a lot of native English speakers who really are monotonous in the way they speak. And if mm -hmm. they go and take the IELTS exam and speak in a monotone the whole time, yeah. they're going to get a very low pronunciation score. Yep. You can't do that. It's true. It's true. And this is what we run into with students as well, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure you've done this, Aubrey. Like, we'll do a mock speaking test uh, on Skype with one of our three key students. And after the test is done, I'll ask the student, like, do you are you kind of quiet in your first language? Like, do you are you kind of a more like on the shy side or quiet side, you know, personality wise? Um, and they're like, yeah. So they they speak like that in their first language and their second language. Right. Just kind of keeping to themselves, not being very expressive. Um, and so I tell them, well, <laughs> doesn't matter. You have to be an actress or actor for 11 to 14 minutes on IELTS, you're not going to get a good pronunciation score. So this goes for natives too, right? Like, okay, maybe in real life, you're just like, oh, I just talk like this normally. Um, I don't really show a lot of emotion. <laughs> That's yeah, fine. I have an adorable teenager IELTS. who just kind of mumbles and monotone <laughs> everything she says. I have to ask her to repeat a lot. A lot of a lot of natives being English. That does not work on the IELTS. <laughs> that is so true. Oh my gosh. Even my son is getting to that age where it's mm -hmm. like that's so funny. I'm it's so not cool happy to be expressive. <laughs> I know, because like I have definitely noticed a huge increase in mumbling in the past so couple months. So much mumbling. And I'm like, James, I cannot hear you. <laughs> Yes. And that would be another problem for a native English speaker, not only if you're using monotone, but if you're yeah. sort of mumbling and the, yeah. the examiner's not able to make out exactly the words you're using. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Not. You're going to get a low score. Oh, my gosh. So, guys, remember to enunciate. Remember to show a lot of variation in your pronunciation. If you've been listening to us for a while, you should know that this category pronunciation is the easiest score to increase in the shortest amount of time. Be an actress. Pretend you are me or Aubrey. I've had students say that and it works, guys. That's my favorite when a student is like, I, I channeled Jessica in my speaking exam and I was <laughs> so much int interesting intonation. I love, I love that it. so much. That's so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, 
That's the truth, guys, 100%. Um, so if you have a question that you want us to answer on the show, email us at support at allearsenglish.com. Remember to check out our new Business English podcast, uh, All Ears English. Just search for that channel wherever you have your podcast app. And guys, if you are ready to commit yourself to being done with IELTS, go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S and get into the three keys IELTS system. All right, awesome. Aubrey, uh, enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. You too. I loved the series. I think it was fascinating. All these low scores. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. It was really fun. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, you can see our like really surprised faces. Shocked faces. Just I big eyes. High eyebrows. Um, anyway. Okay, Aubrey, I'll see you next week. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.